0: Go rebuild my church, which, as you can see, is falling into ruins." These are the words spoken to St. Francis of Assisi from an image of Christ on the crucifix at San Damiano in 1205 A.D. These same words inspired Peter Doan, the host of the program you're about to hear. Peter challenges all of us to rebuild, not the brick and mortars of our church buildings, but our personal faith and relationships that will rebuild and strengthen the church. Now here's today's program. Hi, I'm Peter Doan.
1: And I'm Leslie Doan.
0: And you're listening to the radio broadcast, Go Rebuild My Church. In this broadcast, we explore ways to put into practice the words spoken to St. Francis of Assisi by our Lord Jesus and how this theme is relevant as we seek to bring renewal to the church today.
1: Our passion for renewal was ignited when we came home to the Catholic Church 14 years ago, and that's when we heard the call to rebuild and joined efforts with many other renewal movements within the church.
0: You can learn more about our journey home and our lay apostolate dedicated to renewal in the Catholic Church by visiting our website at www.catholicdiscipleshipministries.org.
1: Our prayer is through the ministry of this radio program and our lay apostolate, we can provide pathways for you to join the rebuilding process and experience renewal.
0: We want to welcome listeners joining us for the first time today. In our broadcast, we look at sacred scripture, excerpts from the catechism, the lives of the saints, and the teaching of the church as we seek to challenge individuals, families, and local parishes to rebuild and renew the Catholic faith here in America.
1: Well, today we continue to initiate a new series of broadcasts entitled Rebuilding a Missional Church. And last week we launched our series by sharing a recent report on the state of our Catholic faith in Italy. We use it as a powerful example of why the church is being called to become a missional church now in this day and age.
0: Yes, let's say we mentioned that there is evidence of the church in the West needing to become missional as we look at this. So first of all, the cover of the latest edition of the Catholic magazine, The Helm, featured a frayed rosary against the backdrop of an Italian flag. And the magazine declared this, Italy, the seat of the Vatican and cradle of Catholicism, is now post-Christian. Now, the reason, of course, that it's the seat and cradle of Catholicism, Leslie, is because St. Peter was crucified upside down in Rome, and St. Paul had his head taken off in Rome, and it really sowed the seeds of that becoming the place where Catholicism really found its centerpiece, if you will. The poll conducted with Euromedia Research estimated that 13.8% of Italy's 59 million population only attends Sunday Mass. They said two-thirds of Mass goers said they do not go to confession at least once a year, and when questioned about their understanding of the Eucharist along the lines that we in America have polled at, 50% said it was a symbol of the body of Christ, while 32% identified it as the real body of Christ. Then commenting on the survey, the director of the magazine wrote, John Paul II called it the Italian exception, but today it is no more, because even Italians, the people of the saints and poets and navigators, are now people of little faith. Perhaps the survey will give the renewal process even a greater sense of urgency. And that's kind of what we're representing here today, Leslie.
1: I agree. I think that this um, article does create a sense of urgency. And we believe it is ultimately a wake up call for us. The decline that we're seeing in Italy is symptomatic of the church in the West. But rather than seeing this as discouragement, Peter, and defeat, we want our new series to show that this can be the beginning of a wonderful time in the church where we rediscover our mission roots Amen. and the foundations that make our Catholic Church the church founded by Jesus Christ. So in this context, last week we d- dug into a really, really important um series of quotes from pope benedict when he was joseph ratzinger a priest and he prophesied of these days that we're now living in so peter i think it would be good to review some of the highlights of his quotes from last week because they were very very insightful
0: yes in the well known catholic organization alicia highlighted an article entitled when father joseph ratzinger predicted the future of the church very interesting And way before becoming pope, Ratzinger laid out in 1969 a broadcast on German radio. And here are some of the highlights of that prophetic word that we discussed last week. He began his interview this way. The future of the church, once again, as always, will be reshaped by saints, by men and women, that is, whose minds probe more profound than the slogans of the day, who see more than others see because their lives embrace a more comprehensive reality. And that really is the foundation of all the hope, Leslie, that when church is in crisis, God raises up saints. And that's really good news. Amen. He alluded to the kerygma, by implication that would again be front and center in the preaching of the church. He said, "What will remain is the Church of Jesus Christ, the church that believes in the God who's become man and promise us life beyond death." That's a small, simple piece of the kerygma Then he foretold the kind of priest the Lord would raise up the type of priest who is no more than a social worker can be replaced by a psychotherapist and other specialists but the priest who is no specialist who does not stand on the sidelines watching the game giving official advice but in the name of god places himself at the disposal of man who is beside them in their sorrows i love that in their joys, in their hope, and in their fear, such a priest will undoubtedly be needed in the future. That's pretty powerful.
1: Right, so we see, Peter, that along with raising up saints, God will raise up priests that are very pastoral, and they give their energy to the care of his flock, his people, and he's calling us to be missional, and he's also calling the priests in our churches as well to be missional.
0: Benedict also described the church of tomorrow which has gone through what he said would be a deep pruning that has lost much but will find her true identity this is what he said from today's crises the church of tomorrow will emerge there's the hope again leslie a church that has lost much she will become small and will have to start afresh more or less from the beginning she will no longer be able to inhabit many of the edifices that she built in her prosperity. And I like that idea from the beginning, Leslie, because that's what we're going to be seeing in these broadcasts.
1: Well, Father Ratzinger went on to say, in contrast to an earlier age, the church will be seen much more as a voluntary society, entered only by free decision. I think what he was trying to say is that God has no grandchildren. Don't you think that was it? (laughs) I
0: think that alludes to that for sure.
1: Everyone has to make a decision. Each one in the church will be there because they said yes to Jesus, just like Mary did, and therefore... Um, yes to the church. Cultural Catholicism will no longer sustain us as individual believers.
0: At this time, Father Ratzinger also predicted that as the church becomes smaller, it will make greater demands on her individual members and discover new forms of ministry. I thought that was really important.
1: Yeah, we're seeing that today, aren't we? With the laity rising up and taking on so much of the work of the church.
0: Yes, and Leslie and I, as we've said often on this broadcast, that small groups, for instance, is kind of a new emerging ministry on local parishes that provides much of what Father Ratzinger was saying in 1969.
1: Well, when I think about this entire article and what he said back then, I think the future pope was already disturbed by what he was seeing happening in the German church, but he didn't end there because he ended on a note of hope and faith, didn't he, Peter?
0: And finally, the grand finale, Leslie, he said, the church will be more spiritual, not presuming upon a political mandate, flirting with the left and the right it will be hard going for the church for the process of crystallization and clarification, but it will make her poor and cause her to become the church of the meek. And finally, he said, it'll be a great power and it will flow a more spiritualized and simplified church.
1: Okay, Peter, that was a wonderful review. Thank you for that. And we're going to take a short break now. And when we return, we're going to continue to introduce our new series, Rebuilding a Missional Church. We're going to look at the vision of a present Cardinal and spokesman for the church, Cardinal Timothy Dolan. So please stay with us. You're listening to Go Rebuild My Church. This program is underwritten in part by Willie and Deborah Wood, in memory of their parents, Woody and Joyce Wood, and Bill and Elsie Brooks.
0: Catholic Radio Indy thanks the Wood family for their support.
1: Alexa, what's the weather forecast for today?
0: Alexa, what time is the Colts game today?
1: Alexa, remind me to pick up the dry cleaning tomorrow.
0: Has Alexa become a part of your daily routine? Then make sure that routine includes Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy. Quick, easy access to Catholic programming 24-7 Just say, Alexa, play Catholic Radio Indy. Catholic Radio Indy.
1: Welcome back to our radio program, Go Rebuild My Church. Today we are continuing our new series of broadcasts, Rebuilding a Missional Church. In our last segment, we reviewed the prophetic vision of Pope Benedict XVI when, as a priest in 1969, he foretold of the day in which we are now living. Cardinal Dolan, in a recent address to Catholic seminarians, affirms the prophetic vision of Pope Benedict XVI. And here, 54 years later, the Cardinal seems to say the days prophesied by the former Pope are now here. Peter, you've always had a deep respect for Cardinal Dolan and his perspective in fact you quoted him in your book encounter jesus transforming catholic culture in crisis which you wrote in what year what year was that
0: 2019
1: 2019
0: so yes leslie and the last chapter of the book i pointed out that cardinal dolan said that as the conclave came together to elect pope francis that many of the cardinals were challenging all the cardinals that the most urgent pastoral need we have now is to renew what he said was the luster of the church to make it the light of the world and salt of the earth that jesus intended his body to be the luster of the church should be restored he said
1: well, those are powerful words and very descriptive, and I know that they inspired you to write your book.
0: Yes, so Cardinal Dolan continued to carry this burden into here in 2023, and we're gonna talk about this today. During his visit to Florida's St. Vincent de Paul Regional Seminary, Cardinal Dolan of New York encouraged these seminarians in South Florida to find a silver lining as they confront declining religious observance, shuttered churches diocese and bankruptcy and diminished cultural clout examining the legacy of what he called and this is an interesting phrase he used used to be catholicism which assumed the cultural acceptance of faith practice that he grew up with in the 1950s and in the 1960s in his native midwest Cardinal Dolan wondered aloud how to overcome negative trends facing the Catholic Church. He said, it's over and we know it. So what now, he said. What takes its place because we are convinced something must and we are speaking about the church, the Cardinal asked during his lecture. We are today in what sociologists call a paradigm shift, meaning we have a significant transition in attitude, approach, and strategy about the church. Probably the most accurate description of that shift is and this is key Leslie from maintenance to mission said Cardinal Dolan
1: Well Peter when you wrote your book you also address the need for a paradigm shift um, Talk to us a little bit about that
0: So I've heard, the best way to understand a paradigm shift I think is picture yourself uh, Back in Poland or in Europe in the Middle Ages and someone comes and knocks at the door and says to you, hey, there's this Polish astronomer named Copernicus that says that the earth revolves around the sun. Now, that was just an unheard of idea at that time. But when that idea came and took shapelessly, everything became different. So a paradigm shift is when everything is different. It's not just replacing, when we refer to the church, a program by another program. It means that now everything must become different. That's a paradigm shift.
1: And that's what he was talking about in moving from maintenance to mission. So talk to us a little bit more about his vision for maintenance to mission and why that's so critical.
0: He said this, Leslie, he said, I worry many of us bishops and many priests are still in the maintenance mode where we're tending to a museum, taking care of what we had and hoping something comes along to help us, he said. And that shift of focus is what Pope Francis means when he summons us frequently and joyfully to become missionary disciples.
1: Well, we've been hearing that summons, to become missionary disciples. I think this is really helping us have a bigger vision for that, isn't
0: it? Yes, it is. It is.
1: So Cardinal Dolan did note that new immigrant arrivals to the U.S. along with population shifts and the Latino Catholics are actually breathing new life into some of our areas and churches and schools, especially in new york isn't that right
0: yes it is mm-hmm. yes but he also said leslie has no, we've known the pain associated with closing parishes and catholic schools as societies moved into an era of increased secularism and indifference to tradition and family life we've talked a lot about the increase of secularism that again pope benedict certainly uh, made a major point in his ministry as well Cardinal Dolan went on and said that if you look at a map of the United States and you draw a line from Boston to Baltimore to St. Louis through Chicago and Milwaukee, the upper quadrant used to be, this is again, this is Cardinal Dolan speaking, that used to be the muscle and the wallet of American Catholicism. Its demographic, though, is now shrinking.
1: Right. Someone in our small group recently went on a tour of Detroit churches, um, and there were just so many beautiful, beautiful churches during, built during that period.
0: And so, But so many of them were really places to visit, and we're not even having many masses there anymore. That's right. So uh, the Cardinal goes on and says, we must move on from a self-referential church, In other words, no longer should we be looking constantly within ourselves, but we should be looking up, and I love this, Leslie, looking up to Jesus and out to his people. He added that reference again to the teachings of Pope Francis. He said the decline of the institutional church is a call, as we've said, to focus on the church becoming missional. Maybe we're better off without silver and gold, said Cardinal Dolan. We still have a most precious treasure of all, Jesus Christ, without whom nothing is impossible. And he alone, I love this phrase, he alone is the silver and gold of the church, he said.
1: Well, please stay with us now. Listeners, we're going to take another short break, and when we return, we will continue to introduce our new series, Rebuilding a Missional Church, and we're going to discuss Cardinal Timothy Dolan's address to Catholic seminarians in South Florida and how this address affirms Pope Benedict's prophetic insights into the church that we're now experiencing in our day and age. So please stay with us. You're listening to Go Rebuild My Church. This program is underwritten in part by Willie and Deborah Wood, in memory of their parents, Woody and Joyce Wood, and Bill and Elsie Brooks. Catholic Radio Indy thanks the Wood family for their support.
0: An interview with Father Trenton Rauch and his story on how Catholic Radio influenced his vocation. I was not struck uh, by lightning and knocked off my horse. I had a lot of time driving in the car listening the Radio, and I just gotten to a point where I would prefer to listen to something that would be intellectually stimulating, and um, at the same time, I was learning about the faith, particularly the apologetics. Catholic Radio, building faith, building vocations. This station has been an inspiration. Those moments of the Lord is always make my day better. Catholic Radio Indy,
1: you're listening to go rebuild my church, and we've begun a new series of broadcasts called Rebuilding a Missional Church. And we're learning that just as Pope Benedict, before he was Pope, outline for us what our Catholic Church would face in the future, and the hope of a new beginning, Cardinal Dolan of New York confirmed recently that this is indeed the time in which we live. And in our last segment, we learned we are in a paradigm shift. As the Cardinal stated, the best way to express that shift is we're moving from maintenance to mission. That's pretty catchy. Yes. Peter, what else did Cardinal Dolan say in regard to where the Church is presently?
0: Right. Let's see. And you really see in some of these quotes again that he is opening up his heart and he's speaking to seminarians, which I think is really key to just looking at the context in which he's sharing. He said, for our clout as Catholics is not in the visible and what we can see and touch, that is the brick and mortar and the numbers and our bank accounts Our only treasure is and always has been invisible. And then Leslie goes on and lists some of the invisible things that really make up the gold and silver of our church. Faith, hope, love, joy, he mentioned. Then this is interesting, the phrase, the journey. He said the sacraments, God's word, the Eucharist, and prayer. And then he, he summarized all that with the capstone again. Our treasure is only Jesus Christ, and we have not received him. That's interesting that he said that. Cardinal Dolan is telling the seminarians here that we must get back to the person and work of Jesus Christ. And as the church, we haven't received him as he is. And it's interesting, Leslie, two weeks ago in our broadcast, that's simply what Sherry Waddell was sharing with us. We need to get back. That's the beginning. That's the starting point, is Jesus Christ.
1: And having that personal relationship with him.
0: Yeah, amen to that.
1: Well, Cardinal Dolan, um, obviously, he brought some further insights, and he emphasized Um, this point even further by sharing a 2023 study from the National Bureau of Economic Research. This study showed that deaths by drugs, alcohol, and suicide known as deaths of despair have dramatically increased among middle-aged white Americans in the late 20th century due to lower participation in organized religion. So why was Cardinal Dolan bringing this up? Why why did he he start talking about deaths by despair and looking at some of the research?
0: So the impact that we witness seems to be driven by the decline in formal religious participation rather than in belief or personal activities like prayer for instance. So in this talk, Dolan went on to reference a research study that was entitled Opiates for the Masses, And he said, that was subtitled, Deaths of Despair and the Decline of American Religion. And he went on and said, the results of this study must be underscored. The importance of cultural institutions, such as religious establishments, in promoting well-being. And the researchers noted in their paper whether other types of voluntary or community activities could have similar large-scale effects on health outcomes is unknown and represents an excellent topic for future research. And Leslie, I was thinking about that as we looked at this, is that several weeks ago, uh, the Surgeon General came out with a study on the effects of loneliness in our culture. And you and I did uh, a broadcast on that of the effects of loneliness, not only on the mental state of someone who's lonely, but it also causes diseases like diabetes and heart disease. But again, as we mentioned before, the, the antidote can be found in this church that we're talking about that becomes missional.
1: Well, it goes without saying that we definitely believe that Jesus intended the church to bring wholeness to her members, and to do this, we must clearly move from maintenance to mission, and the church needs to become a healing community that introduces members to the living Christ and his powerful redemptive work on the cross and how a personal relationship with Jesus can restore them, spirit, soul, and body.
0: Yes, and as the church moves and becomes missional, it becomes a community that promotes the well-being of its members. You know, I love the concept leslie of the hebrew word shalom that doesn't necessarily just mean a gushy feeling of peace in the pit of your stomach but it was a whole community and it was an atmosphere and it represented a place where well-being took place among the people of god
1: and that's what we want to see the church be amen well we've seen more ministries peter in the church um, over the past several years that do focus on the hurting Um, there's groups that support individuals who are suffering from addiction grief and divorce recovery so we're moving more in that direction more and more
0: yes and all this is good and is grounded in a missional approach cardinal dolan went on to say uh referencing an observation attributed to pope saint paul vi And this is interesting. He said, when it's easy to be a Catholic, it's actually hard to be a good Catholic. And when it's hard to be a Catholic, it's easier to be a good one. And it's interesting. uh, I read something recently when Bishop Barron came back from the World Youth Day. And he said that the challenge for the youth today is this very thing. To be a
1: good Catholic.
0: Yes, they need to see that watered-down Catholicism does not draw those young people.
1: Well, he's implying that in today's culture, it's hard to be Catholic, so therefore, it will be easier to be a good one. And... What does it take, Peter, to be a good Catholic?
0: Well, the uh, Cardinal pointed out that the used-to-be Catholicism that has now passed away came with the comfort of an American culture that was held in high esteem, but it was a faith transmitted not by the depth of interior conviction, but as a cultural heritage. He went on and told the seminarians, let that sink in, he told the seminarians, emphasizing again, it's now hard to be a Catholic, so it's actually easier to become a good one. And he said, you seminarians, something tells me that you know that. Now for you to discern and hold steadfast to a vocation is hard, and perhaps your vocation may become more durable.
1: Well, Peter, I believe what we've heard today, along with our last two broadcasts, certainly are setting the stage for us to go deep into this topic. We're going to learn more about the how to's of rebuilding a missional church and really look at the new testament period and that would be four to six bc to 95 a.d and i think that era is going to become extremely important for us if we're indeed going to rebuild a missional church and then also we're going to be looking at things from the birth of jesus through the middle of the third century so that's what we have to look forward to
0: amen leslie yes this becomes somewhat of a tape measure for us as we look for a mindset the non-negotiables, necessary structures, the correct vision and goals that we see during this period of time in the early church. In other words, we'll be looking at the key ingredients that rebuilt and rebuild a missional church.
1: Okay, listeners, we're going to take a moment right now and pray and just pray that the Lord helps us make this paradigm shift.
0: Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the words today from Cardinal Dolan, where he talked about our silver and gold is in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Lord, we lift him up today, and we pray that you would draw all of us, Leslie and I, and all of us as listeners, to the silver and gold of our Catholic faith, our Lord Jesus Christ. And as we continue to learn how to return to him and to all that he is to us and for us, that this vision of moving, as the Cardinal said, from maintenance to mission might really happen and we could begin to see the inklings of this in our lifetime. We pray this in Jesus Christ's name, in the name of the Father, Son, Son, and and Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen.
1: Well, thank you so much, once again, listeners, for joining us today as we seek to connect you as individuals, your families, and parishes to the rebuilding and renewal of the Catholic faith here in America. And make sure you become a regular listener of Catholic Radio Indy. Goodbye for now and keep keep the the faith. faith.
0: You've been listening to Go Rebuild My Church with Peter Doan. Podcasts of this program are available at www.catholicradioindy.org You can hear the Holy Mass every day at 8 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Indy.